Hello, if you're hearing my voice, this means I am tired and I don't have much energy to make an introduction of a podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am Pedro and this is Myra and this is the What The Talk podcast here by What The Pop live from any or not really live. They're not really live. They're more like pre-recorded and then released to you guys. An hour, two hours. Sometimes I forget, and it comes up at two at midnight. Um, I do apologize for those that do wait at a certain time. But anyway, uh, we're not we're not a consistent team, and we don't work consistent either. We make up as we go. But ladies and gentlemen, it is time for what some of you guys have been waiting every week here and there. Myra, how are you? I'm good. So I'm um I would say I'm a bit of a an avid webtoon reader and webtoon last week surprised us with this thing called um like the bat family and it's batman webtoon is for those who don't know it's basically a website where people have poster comics Mm -hmm. and some of them are featured so like webtoon pays them to post their comics and um they have an area where i guess amateurs can post their own comics and, like I said, DC surprised us with their own comic on Webtoon that follows the Bat family. It starts off with this character, Duke. I don't know if you're... What the fuck? Really? Yeah. They surprised you guys with that? Yeah, That's like, it just... fucked up. If anything, they're taking someone else's spot. They probably could use the spot. How's that surprise? That's surprisingly a kick to the balls. <laughs> No, like, I guess they made this announcement that's a like, while ago that they were like, working together. That's like Vans Warp Tour, and it's all a bunch of underground artists and bands. Oh, and here comes Guns N' Roses headlining the music. We surprised you guys with a Guns N' I feel bad for every other artist that's like, fuck, everybody's going to go over there now. What about us? It's, I don't know, I'd say it's very established. A lot, most of the stuff is, like, not... not IPs, you uh-huh. know, not, uh, not things that are owned by like studios. Or m- most of it, like they did. I remember a while ago they brought in like the like, creator of Deadpool to do his own web comic mm-hmm. there. Um, they are you did... gonna be posting your comic book there when it's ready to go? Yes, once I am done with, well, not like done done with it. Once I'm done with like, I want to build up a couple chapters and just to see how my story flows first. And then once I'm done with them, I'm, I'm going to start posting it on Webtoon. And I will let you guys know when it's finally posted on there. Oh, um, I don't know if you remember Pacific Rim 2? I never saw Pacific Rim 2. No, we did. But you left me. Remember? That wasn't my call. I had to go. Hey, I know you had to go, but you left me Oh my me god, still. you make it sound like... I was like, eh, fuck this chick. I'm out. We saw, like, what, like 10 minutes of it? Maybe? It wasn't even like, 10 minutes. It was the fucking beginning of the credits when I had to fucking bounce. Yeah, they were like, oh, you got your call or whatever, and you had to go. I'm like, okay. I fucking hated that. I wanted to see them, and I still haven't seen the movie. Well, Shit's already been spoiled for me to watch anyway, so I don't even bother watching it anymore. Thanks, IGN. Well, in the beginning, well, before that movie came out on Webtoon, they had. Please like, don't a little... hesitate to spoil the movie at this point. <laughs> I don't remember what happened in the movie. It's been a while. Okay. Okay. Scott Eastwood's in it, and John Boyega. Yes, he is. So, in the beginning, well, before the movie, there was a webcomic that was kind of to promote the movie, mm-hmm. where you got to see the main one of the main characters, Amara, the girl, mm-hmm. like how she got like. Her, her parents, yeah, how her, she lost her parents. You know, she doesn't have parents in the movie. It's 
because I'm sure IGN spoiled that for you. Yeah. Oh, so there have been other studios and like other places that have worked with Webtoon to do like their own little thing. But there's a new one and it's Batman. And so far there's four episodes that are released for free. They have this web this kind of um coin thing where let's say you want to read the next chapter after this, you can, but you have to pay. DLC, got it. Yeah, it's basically it's DLC. <laughs> DLC can, got it for you comic can, books. I think you can earn it by like watching ads and stuff, so you don't have to use like you don't have to actually pay money or you but can that's pay money. Cool. Why not pay? Why not pay for a comic? Yeah. Can you have the option too? I mean, if you're Just, gonna, if we're gonna drop fifteen bucks on like a, a comic book published by Marvel or DC or or it was the other one, Black Horse, is it? There's a lot of them. There's yeah, a yeah, boom. Yeah. There's in, there's image. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go down the rabbit hole of all the publishers. But I mean, why not drop fifteen bucks on someone who probably might get that cut? Can help them out in their career, right? Because that's what we do here at What the Pop. Mm-hmm. I guess sometimes. When we can. Okay, leave us alone, guys. Okay, well, this is basically the new Batman comic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the Bat family, and it's cutesy. So, they're doing... It's it's a bunch of slice of life mm-hmm. stuff. Like, one of the episodes, um, they're eating, like, food, and then um, everybody wants, like, the last cookie that Alfred made. Mm-hmm. So, they start, like, fighting about the cookie. Batgirls. Would that be it? No, no, no. It's on okay. uh, the art... I know it's on the DC. I I saw it on the DC, the one you're the the one you're talking about. Oh really? Yeah, it popped up. I know which one you're talking about. I I seen it. It has like all the member all the family members in front of it, right? Yeah. So the uh, we haven't seen um, Dick yet. Uh, who? Uh, we please actually... say his full name. Some people don't think wrong. We only call him Richard, Richard Dick Grayson. <laughs> She's talking about nah. Richard Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson sounds better than that. All right, Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Yeah. We're waiting on Nightwing, right? Right. Wait, wait, what? Are you, what? Yeah. We're waiting on Nightwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what you're saying? You're waiting on Nightwing. Yeah, we're waiting on him. I, you know, I want to see how his interpretation is, because you know, it's, you know, how Jason's kind of like angsty. He's like, oh, you know, I'm like the forgotten Robin, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's like, isn't it Tim Drake? No, he Tim Drake is like more normalish. Like he's a smart one, you know. He's the How would you describe detective. each Robin in their own way? Uh okay, let's see. I would probably give um Dick Grayson the big brother. Okay. You know, he's like the big brother of them all. He's the mentor one. He's the wise yeah, one. He's, first he, one. He's just going to yeah. whoop everybody's ass if they all got in a fight. Yeah, and then uh, I would probably say Jason, like I said, he's like the tortured one. He's like the the, the black one. sheep. He's you know, and then we have uh, Tim, who's like more the detective. He's more he's easygoing. He's you know what? He's almost like like Grayson because mm-hmm. they both have like that. You know, I'm a a little bit ha- you know they're happier. They're happier like they don't let his, like their their go to whatever. Yeah, their go to like, guys pretty much bring them down too much. Yeah, and then um. Damien, Damien Wayne. Wayne. He, I, you know, I like Damien. Uh, he's like the little turd brother. Yeah. He's a, he can, um. Yeah, he can be annoying sometimes. He can be a jerk. I, but his is understandable. And I like the way he's written. Like, he's not, like, perfect or anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, he still does his, like, his role good. He, um, he has, you can tell, like, why he's like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's, 
I think it's he's written pretty well, especially if you ever read uh, Peter Tomasi's um, Batman and Robin mm-hmm. comic. I read it a while ago. I, th- I think I have most of I, th- I might have the entire run or most of the run. I think I have the entire run actually, in like trade backs. Um, Batgirl is like let's see what the older about. sister. Yeah, she is the older sister. And Stephanie's like the I don't know. She's like the There's girl next Stephanie? door. Yeah, spoiler. Too late. Too little too late now. <laughs> you gained away the spoiler, then you put up the spoiler warning. Too little too late. What no, about Stephanie? That's her name. Spoiler. Her. Uh, oh, her last her, name is Spoiler? No, Stephanie Spoiler? That sounds tight. Her superhero name is Spoiler. Oh, what, whoa. Does she have an actual spoiler on her head or what? I'm going to Google this now. DC no, she was on that cover that you showed me. See. Batman. Spoiler. That's her name. Yeah, her name is Stephanie Brown. She's, I feel like she's oh, the girl next door. okay. That's her? Yeah, that's she her. She looks like a ninja. She looks cool. I like that. I, I want to see more of that. Yeah, she was Robin for a little bit, too. Oh, that was her? The female Robin? Yeah. I like that. I like that they swapped it. Because I feel like she should have been... I feel like when you're a Robin, it's difficult for you to stand out. You get me? Yeah. So the fact that they gave her, I guess, her own hero, her own look, is makes it a lot better because now she stands out. Like Batgirl. You know, she stands out. She's awesome. So anyway. Um, this is what it looks like. It looks cool. Looks cartoony as hell. Yeah, it's cartoony. It's cutesy. It's if you're looking for something that's like really good storytelling, like oh, yeah. you're gonna see like the psyches of the characters. It's not this. This definitely is not it. But if you want something like oh my gosh, you want to see um, like the characters, re- you know, interacting with each other, being oh like Cassandra Cain's in it. You know that Batgirl. Okay. And she talks more in this. I mean, so far she hasn't really. You know. I need to catch up on my bats, my bat family. I guess so. I do. You're naming characters that I, I don't think I remember them anymore. Anyway, Myra, we spent enough time on this conversation. We literally spent 10 minutes on this conversation. Myra, you're very excited for this. The Batman Wayne Family Adventures? Yeah, so check it out when you guys can at... Webtoon. There you go. Dot com? Yeah. There you go. Myra, um, two ta- two trailers dropped. One last week and one this week. I want you to tell me which one you think is more interesting. Or which one you're more hyped for. Or which one got your attention more. Or which one you liked more. There's no more ors after this. Myra, The Matrix, 4, Resurrections, or Hawkeye. If you had to pick one, which one you liked more? I like... Well, I like The Matrix more. Of course we're going to say The Matrix, man. That looked amazing. I mean, you know what? I'm really happy that. So what happens a lot with a lot of franchises is that when they bring back the older, you know, the characters, they the bring back Cassie, the men yeah. more mm. than the women. Like you know, what, for Top Gun Maverick, they uh-huh. didn't bring. Um, I don't know what her name is. That actress that uh-huh. played the girl, the the main girl, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't bring her back, and she made a. Jesus Christ! Go fucking louder, asshole. She made a little bit of a. She made a complaint. You know publicly like hey like i wasn't even asked to make you know to come back you know i'm like wow that's that's bad you know she could have at least made a cameo but you know she was kind of important in that movie i'm assuming because i haven't seen it uh-huh. you know people were like hey why were why is she miss why is she missing why is she gone why is she gone uh-huh. 
before this one, they bring in back Carrie Ann Moss, and I'm like, oh, great. You know, and she she still looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, of course. Keanu Reeves looks amazing. He doesn't, the man doesn't age, though. The man does age. And um, I'm glad you brought up Keanu Reeves because I have a problem with Keanu Reeves. Okay, what's your problem? Okay. Is it me or does it feel like he's just too lazy to put effort into making his movie characters look different and stand out? He looks like John Wick looks like the guy from 47 Ronin. Keanu uh, Neo in this Matrix movie looks like looks like John Wick. And and Ted from Bill and Ted, the, the last one they made, looks like a younger version of John Wick. And I, of course, everybody's like, no shit, it's Keanu. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that literally you can tell that's how John Wick looked before he decided to grow his freaking facial hair. I don't know if it's me, but I feel like you got to change your character because at one point, your character starts to just flat out blend in. Now, am I wrong here or am I kind of proving a point here? I get Because Neo was very clean cut. He was there. I mean. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm starting to kind of like. So so you you defeat the great baddie, you defeat this big baddie, and then you grow your hair out and your beard because fuck it. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Again, I I love counteries and I'm excited for this Matrix movie. Everything looked fantastic about it, even the music they chose for it, which is Jefferson Airplane, Bite White Rabbit. Um but to me, it's just like like when I saw Keanu Reeves and he had the the long hair and the facial hair, and he was just like, "Am I crazy?" It's like, yeah, I'm thinking you're fucking John Wick here. You're not Neo, man, and that kind of just oh, a little. My biggest thing is that it, it it's that it's like please give your characters a unique look. You know, don't give them. The same look you've had since 47 Ronin and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Keanu Reeves' haircuts are really expensive and he doesn't want to spend the money on it, so he sticks to his... What's so expensive about getting your hair cut? I don't know. Think about it. He could have easily, like, uh, and I know everybody's like, that's, like, he could look like that in the movie, could be great. And it can, but can the movie, maybe, what if the movie could be better if he actually gave us an actual neo look instead of the keanu reeves look we've known for this long now in the movie yeah he did shave his head for this role and he shaved his beard right obviously yeah you watch the trailer you can see those clips in there yeah but when i'm saying as a character of neo in the matrix you get me yeah i mean i would have understand if he had his hair a little bit more longer than than clean cut, and he actually had that five o'clock shadow. That would have been a unique look for Neo. You get me? Like again, I just it's these little things that to me it's like, man, dude, I'm really excited for this movie. Trinity looks good, right? Yeah. Trinity looks like how Trinity will look down the line. Neo is the one I'm questioning a little here. Neo is like, dude, he just looks like John Wick. And again, that doesn't mean the movie's going to be terrible. It doesn't mean it's going to be great. I just wish Keanu Reeves would take... If I was directing the Matrix movie, I'd be like, Yo, dog, I know you're Keanu Reeves. I know everybody loves you, dude. But I really do think we need to work on the Neo character. (laughs) 
you look like John Wick, man. People are going to see this and be like, hey, wait, is this John Wick 5? Is this John Wick 5? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's my view. I feel like things got super trippy. What do you, what do you think? Am I wrong here? I did notice that he did look... Uh, like John Wick. He looks like fucking John Wick. Yeah. He really does. Look, look at it. Look, I'm, dude. He he looks like John Wick. Similar color. Shit, guys. Johnny Silverhand okay. from Cyberpunk 2077 literally looks like John Wick in the future. Again, I know that somebody's gonna say, "Oh, but it's played by the same character." I know, dude. I I know. I know he does. But okay, greatest example ever. Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones, right? Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith. Same character, same actor, but look very different. Why? Because it shows that the character has matured. Right? Mm-hmm. You didn't see Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith with spiky hair. You saw him with long hair. And so I guess that's kind of my thing here. It's like, dude, like change the character you know what i'm saying like yeah. do something different to the kid i guess that's not a good example <laughs> to put more thought into it. it's like well it's not really a good example I, I i guess it's like look at hating christensen in different movie roles or look at channing tatum look at Leonardo DiCaprio in different movie roles look how he looks in real life he always has the beard he always has the the short clean cut hair right yeah. but when you watch him in revenant in the revenant he has long hair you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And when you watch him in The Wolf of Wall Street, he has a clean cut. You get me? So that's my thing with Keanu Reeves. I feel like he really should start working on that. Making his own movie characters stand out a little more. Uh-huh. Right or wrong? For this movie, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, I think, you know, it also depends on the type of movie. The Matrix already has, like, a fan base. Mm-hmm. And it already, it's, like, it's been around for a while. It's not, like, something new, like, John Wick at the time before mm-hmm. you know before yeah of course yeah, i mean calorie is already i mean fuck look at constantine look at him in constantine yeah he looks a little bit like fucking neo <laughs> right they could have done something to his hair they could have made his hair a little lighter you know what i mean instead of keeping it dark but anyway i didn't notice that one for constantine though for me like he felt for when i watched constantine it's been a while though yeah i knew it's keanu reeves but it felt like it, his own little thing in this one. But, yeah, but it did. It, it, it does feel same. Maybe it's the clothing. It might be the clothing. It's something. I think he was it's, wearing... I don't know, Brian, but it's something. I think... Okay, well, Neo did wear a suit in the first movie. You know, he was very, like, businessman in yeah, the beginning. Like, and this one, it felt, like, a little bit more casual. I think that's why. He had, like, the... He didn't... He doesn't have, like, I'm um, office worker aura about him. You know, you know how he looks like? He looked like how he looks when you meet him in the street. Raggy jeans, a raggy t-shirt, just a raggy coat on, and just Keanu Reeves, man. <laughs> he looks like that. He just I don't know. walked out of his bed. Again, I'm not going to make the biggest deal of this either because, of course, I haven't seen the movie yet. And I, I really hope the movie's good. No, 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 no. Fuck that. I hope the movie's fantastic, and this is just one of those minor things that bugs me. But other than that, I love this. Uh, moving to Hawkeye, Mara. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, she I got more to say. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed out that they didn't bring back Morpheus. Like Morpheus is dead. Like we're moving on. <laughs> no, I know. Like from, apparently from the video game, I don't know if you ever played it. I didn't play it, but somebody told me. I was like, "All right, well that answers that. We're moving on." Yeah, I'm like, ah, but like I feel like they should have at least called the the actor and told him like ahead of time, but like, yo, we're, you know, we're not. He didn't know. Or. I don't know, he's making a big stink 
around, you know, saying that he thinks that he's, he's not happy about it. And I understand, like, at least... I thought he didn't want it to be a part of it. I read an article saying that he did not want to be a part of it. Oh, I need to read that. That he was this. not going to come back. He said it. He's like, I'm not coming back. I think this is before they even began shooting the film. He said, I'm not coming back. Really? Then why is he, like, so upset? I don't know. Maybe because the new character looks like his character. The new character looks like Morpheus. He does. He does. I, which is something to me. It's like, okay, this like is interesting. This shit better work out. <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. Unless you still want to talk about that. No, I think they should have, like, pushed the movie back. Sometimes, like, to have Hugo weaving in it. You know, Adrian. He didn't want to be in it either. He was done. No, he had um, scheduling conflicts. He had something else to do. No. Well, when we so try to get why. shot. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I don't work in Hollywood. You know, I'm not a producer. I don't know how this shit works down. But remember, you... Okay. Someone who knows the movie industry that works in the movie industry told me that technically... Think about it like this. If you, if you, if, if you need to film... You need to film in... Um, fuck it. You need to film in, in Beverly Hills. In, a, in that little neighborhood of Beverly Hills. You need to shoot on that day. Okay, so you go to the city of Los Angeles or the county that's in charge of that city of of that little city and you ask them for permission. They're going to tell you, okay, we have all these things scheduled. We can do it on this day and this day. We cannot do it on this day and this day. Right. Mm -hmm. Remember, when the film starts early production, they're already working on costumes and stuff like that. So the longer you hold that stuff the more money it costs. So they had to pick this day or this day. And if the actor can't make it on that day or the other, then you got to cut them out because you have these days available or else you're going to cause a whole entire conflict of constant mm-hmm. waits. Uh, I feel like I would have tried, if if I was a producer, I probably would have tried moving Heaven and Earth to make sure he came back. If I was a producer or if I was a film director, I'd say we don't start production until these actors can confirm what days, and we're going to confirm them by picking the days they are available to work. Like, did you ever find out why how Joe Kinnaman recorded did Suicide Squad? Joe Kinnaman, the guy that played Rick Flagg in The Suicide Squad, yeah. was almost not in the movie. Because he was filming for All Mankind, a TV show on Apple. At the same time. So guess how, how he did it? How? He filmed in L.A., Right? And then he he went and he flew to Atlanta. So he was constant flying back and forth. So think about it. He filmed two days. So let's say he filmed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for all mankind. And then he filmed Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Suicide Squad. Fly back to L.A. Wednesday, Thursday, film for all mankind and then fly back. So he was on a constant flyback. Oh, cool. I think he was... That's not cool. Fuck that. No, like, that's cool. Like that <laughs> Holy he, shit. That's cool that, like... How does that... That he, um... He figured it, it out? Yeah. yeah. But think about it. Do you do you think actors like Hugo Weaving are like, Nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. Think about it. I think he was an actor that was like, Man, I really could use going back to this. This is James Gunn. Man, this is going to be good. I cannot miss this out. I have to go. I have mm-hmm. to do this. And it just worked out. But again, when it comes to films, I think it's it's difficult. But 
I'm sure they do their very best. And I'm sure they're going to leave it open for his character to come back. If the Ford Matrix movie does well and they want to do a fifth one. Um, Myra, we're moving on. Hawkeye, did you see it? Yes, I saw the trailer. What you thought of it? You know, a lot of the fans are really excited for Kate Bishop you know, yep. to come in. And I'm... I'm I can see why they're so excited. She's, you know, Haley Seinfeld seems like she's really good in this role, mm-hmm. and um, we get to see, I guess, father daughter bonding time. That's not his daughter. That's not his daughter. I thought no, that was... that's not his daughter. That's I thought not... that was no. No, everybody thought that, but it's not. It's it's another character. It's a whole new character, I guess to say. Uh, I don't that, know. I don't know. All I know is that it's not his daughter. That makes things less interesting. Okay. I mean, um, so For this, me. to me, felt like a diehard kind of. With the Christmas stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt kind of a diehard. And I think it's it lands on November 24th? Right Pro- before Thanksgiving? Does it? I have no It lands idea. on a Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. So I think this will be perfect. To watch uh, the holidays. I really enjoyed this. This really gave me that old, you know, uh, MCU vibes. There's like uh, musical numbers in this thing. That's, yeah, yeah, That's cool. And, and the cool thing for me about this is that like, if you think about it like this, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, all three of them have actually stood out on their own. They with have. Their, with their own style. So I'm really excited to see how Hawkeye turns out. Um, Myra, I got some. I got some news for you. Okay, I'm on... Christopher Nolan has part ways when we wonder, bros. WB Pictures. I heard about that, that he's going to be working with Universal for mm-hmm. his next film. Uh-huh. What do you think? I think... You think he's overreacting? I think... Okay. Uh, so, I love Christopher Nolan. I've seen so many of his films. I think I've seen either almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like he... Wait, so he... You know, he's a creative guy. He... There's a reason he has, like, such a... You know, he he had this whole saying, you know, his fan base, in Nolan we trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Interstellar. It has, like, one of my favorite soundtracks ever. That's like, my favorite movie by him. And he... And it has its issues. You mm-hmm. know, like, some... Like, certain things just... They, they don't make sense sense maybe or it's it look it's time and space and no, multiverse I'm not, talk- I'm not gonna bother to no, make I'm not sense talk- of that shit no I'm not talking about that at all it's like his relationships with his kids I feel like that that doesn't like I feel like he treated his daughter a little bit better than the son so it just what the fuck that shit happens though my dad treats my brother better than me he's a favorite and there you go you guys just got a moment of inside Pedro's life <laughs> No, like, it just, it's weird, like, why, I don't know, maybe he was the kid that his parents didn't treat as well as his siblings, but he's done that a few times, and it just, it's off. Uh-huh. Like, every single time I see it, it just doesn't sound right, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like, remember he was trying to get to Murphy, like, Murphy, and then, like, like you have a son, too, you, did you forget about him? Oh, this yeah. This is kind of, this is yeah, kind of jacked up, yeah, I get, I get what you, I get what you're saying, I, I think, I think he could have just ran out the brother. Honestly, he yes. could have just ran him out, or I don't know, or just like, said Murphy I, and so and so. I guess I guess because she's the youngest and she's a girl. I guess for him is he like he feels like oh man, she's gonna miss me more than the boy because the boy is like I don't know, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that. No, no, but, but yeah. the point is, I'm not here to to complain about this movie. I love or that anything. movie. That movie's amazing, dude. So, Interstellar, check it, it out. It, 
I feel like um it's been he's been having not necessarily issues, but he's been uh on decline a little bit for with his films, like each film. It like You didn't like Tenet? I, it, okay, so it's kind of sometimes I feel like Christopher Nolan's kinda of like pizza, where pizza's pretty much good anywhere. Even bad pizza's still good pizza and his films are are pizza. good. Yeah, they're good, but even his bad and even his bad films are good, but they're not as great as like a legitimate, like really good pizza. What was what was that movie by Christopher Nolan that you really loved? The Dark Knight. Oh my fucking god! Do I not know. say that. Shit. It is. It's, I fucking people need to get over that shit. It's do my, not say that. It's like my favorite movie of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, you gotta you much. gotta name another movie. I love Inception. And I know it also has its little issues. No, 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 that's fine. You know? I yeah. literally, like, I hate when I ask people that. I hate when I get that answer. Because it just tells me that you guys are not really. You guys are. I'm fucking hungry. Um, You guys are not really knowing Nolan. My favorite movie from him is Interstellar. I feel like that's where he really put his mind to work. Interstellar and Inception. And Tenet is a bit of that. You get me? Yeah. See, I I, I, I break down Nolan films to grounded and trippy Nolan. Grounded Nolan and trippy Nolan. Like, Nolan's tripping on this one. Nolan's very grounded. Dunkirk, all those Batman films, grounded. Nolan's tripping over here with Inception and Interstellar and... uh, and Tenet. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. I break down Nolan. And to me, I always love Nolan for films like like Tenet, uh, Inception, and Interstellar. Because to me, those films, to me, is really him pushing the boundaries of, of cinema. And what storytelling can be. Yeah, the relationship with his son and Interstellar. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was some issues with Inception. No movie's perfect. I mean... Let's be honest. If you really want to make an issue, okay, let's make an issue. Why didn't Ant-Man just call up Daniel's butthole and then extends to a huge size and that was it? Be louder, fuckers. God damn it. It's like they know we're doing a podcast. Like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to drive by where they're filming that podcast at. Um, all right? Another one is like, you know, the Suicide Squad. Everybody's like, oh, well, the Suicide Squad was perfect. I love the Suicide Squad by James Gunn. But why didn't Rick Flagg pick up that fucking gun on the floor and shot Peacemaker? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why didn't the the B squad in the Suicide Squad ran down to help out A squad? Why? They could have had a much higher chance and less casualties. So again, no movie's perfect. You're going to find issues in every single one. Right? And to me, Nolan's trip films are superior than his grounded films because to me those films really push storytelling and he's really trying to do something unique here and he does things unique Tenet was I don't know man Tenet to me was unique that whole things moves backward in this and oh that movie was just I, I love that movie that movie was great I bought it I, I enjoyed it so my only thing with with Nolan I think I get what he's saying, and I understand that he's upset because he's putting they're putting films on the small screen, and I understand that, and I understand uh, uh, filmmakers are feeling like that too, but I do want filmmakers to also understand that hey, not everybody feels safe to go out. 
So they're just giving people an alternative to watch your films, to watch your art, right? But jumping over to the other side, I do believe that studios do need to know, okay, we're going to stop doing this now and we're going to start putting films back in theaters. And if we are going to keep some of their films in, in, in streaming service, we do need to give them a bigger cut for their troubles. I think that right there is the middle line with this issue. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what Nolan does with Universal. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, and I'm going to be watching eyes open, ready for it. He's You already know what he's doing, right? He's doing the A-bomb, the atom bomb creation movie. Well, there it's you like go. Another period piece. There you go. Myra just answered that question for me. I didn't even have to wait. Not even, not even, not even ten seconds. You answered that for me right away. I mm. think. Oh, on your note about like him and Warner Brothers, I think, I think this is best for both of them. Honestly, you know, I think this will be better for Warner what's Brothers best for end. Nolan. What's best for Nolan is for not Nolan. to have ties in with a certain studio and go anywhere he wants. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I think that's the best a, mo- a director can do. Myra, this morning I got a I got a tweet from No Time to Die. You did? I did. And he said that I can go buy tickets for No Time to Die. Myra, are you gonna go see No Time to Die? The last Daniel Craig film in the James Bond saga. I thought we were gonna go together. I we thought, are? I thought. We are? Unless you were gonna go with your family or something. We or planned that? I don't know, I just assumed. Oh, Did I assume wrong? Jeez, you're jumping the gun. Are you gonna Are you gonna go see No Time to Die, Myra? I was, yes, I was planning on it. That's funny. I put No Time to Talk in my notes. No time to talk. <laughs> um, yes, I'm gonna go see that. I can't wait. I'm excited for this one. Boom, let's roll, Myra. Spider Man will fight Venom at one point. We've seen this. We know how it went down. Some people loved it. Some people hate it. I don't know. I think it's more in the middle with some people or with everyone. Uh, do you want to see Tom Hardy th- throw it down with Tom Holland in a Spider-Man movie with you know Venom versus Spider-Man? And I feel like Tom, for me, Tom Hardy can do no wrong. Let so- me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If somebody told me Tom Holland's gonna get in a fight with Tom Hardy, and they're both gonna have superpowers, I still be like, Tom Holland's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> I think Tom Holland's a cool guy. I liked him, but. I would not want to fight someone as the statue and the stackness and the beefiness of fucking Tom Hardy. You know, I he think looks he looks like he can snap a neck. <laughs> he does. I mean, I think he's shorter than you actually think. I remember a while ago. Oh no, I I've watched, seen him. Yeah, I've I've seen him in person. He's a pretty bulky guy. Because <laughs> I, I saw. I think uh, he's like a couple inches off me. I'm five ten. I think he's like five eleven. Oh, maybe that's right. Okay, because I remember a while ago, a long time ago, I mm-hmm. saw this movie, This Means War, mm-hmm. and it's with Reese Witherspoon, Tom Hardy, and and, uh, and Chris, oh, which one? It was, I think it was Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Hey! And I, I know that guy. Yeah, and I believe, like, I don't know, Tom Hardy just, like, looked short next to Chris Pine. So I just assumed he was, like, a little bit shorter than... Oh, sorry. Than he's 5'9". I guess he's just the shoes he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, he's 5'9". Yeah, see, he's not that tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> he looks like he'll snap a neck. Um, um, I, I was going to talk about Marvel's What If, but I don't think you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen I've been it? i watching it, yeah. You like it? It's interesting because... Um, you had to see a bunch... Oh, uh, okay. Different scenarios, yeah, how different events scenarios. could have turned out. Okay. 
I, I want to ask you, Myra, you saw Shanxi, and I apologize because it isn't Shanxi or Shanxi, it's Shanxi. Shanxi. Um, Myra, you saw this. Did you like the movie? What you thought of this? I like the movie. It's um, it's interesting. It has. I like the beginning where it was very. It felt very fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, and okay, okay. It was very, very. Uh, I guess like romantic in the beginning when yeah. they're like looking at each other, giving like each other like puppy dog eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah oh my gosh! Yeah. Like this guy. Yeah, can, fighting can and fight. staring at each other and puppy dog eyes. Puppy, I was like, puppy wow. Dog eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely interesting. Way to do it. Yeah. Um, I. It was interesting how they they put a lot of Mandarin. In, Mandarin in this movie. I was like, oh, I'm reading a lot of subtitles in this movie. Yeah, I love that, yeah. Like, there's a lot of subtitles required for this movie for me. Yeah. Um, I I liked the movie. I enjoyed the movie. I thought this movie was great. And me and one of my friends, we were, like, speculating. on like, what is the rings calling? Who are the rings calling? Mara, who do you think these rings are calling? I feel like I don't know the Marvel Universe well enough to tell you, like, okay, for sure, this person, this character. Now, we believe... That the rings are calling a very powerful beam, right? Mm-hmm. We believe the rings, and spoiler warning, but dudes, it's been weeks already. But anyway, we believe the rings are beaking either two people. One of the celestials from the Eternals, which it could be possible, or Galactus. Yeah. I I think uh, I f- maybe they're just gonna reserve it for the TV show because I know they called like t- Secret Invasion. Uh huh. Like a Secret the, Invasion. Yeah, with the yeah. with the Kree and the scrolls. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe them something like May- that. Maybe them, but again, these rings are like years, years before mankind old, and Galactus is up there with that. So are the so are the uh, the the Celestials, right? The creators of the Eternals. I think that's going to work into Eternals, and then that's how that's going to get created. Uh-huh. Uh, but what, what do you think? It's just our speculation. We're speculating here because we can't wait. It, it, it could, yeah, I mean, they are working on the Celestial mm-hmm. stuff uh, for the next movie, you know, the Eternals. It, so it could be something like that leading to that. I mean, I know they... Um, can't wait. Counting the days. I'm counting the days. So, to me, you're like also counting the seconds. I'm counting the days, the minutes, the hours, the seconds, every little thing about it. November 5th can't get here soon enough. I gotta go get my tickets the second I'm available to go. And I'm gonna watch this one on the Dolby. Is it Dolby? Dolby. Dolby. I think Dolby. Dolby Cinema Screen at the AMC with candy, popcorn ice cream, everything I can get my hands on, and no one around me. I don't want to go with anybody. I want to go by myself and watch this movie in its glory and be like, fuck, this thing was fucking fantastic. I'm kidding, Myra. You can come. <laughs> you might please wanna... do not talk through the movie. I know I'm the one that usually does the talking, but yeah. You might want to like, you know, temper your expectations just a little bit, just so... Because right now your expectations are like through the roof. I'm mean, not saying that. My not expectations are higher than they were for the Force Awakens. No, they're probably up there. They're probably up there with the Force. I think the films I was most excited for recently was literally uh, Infinity War. No, it was it was Shazam. It was Infinity War. It was Endgame. 
And then it was The Force Awakens, right? Uh-huh. Well, now it has a top five, which is literally Eternal. So now it's literally Shazam, Infinity War, Endgame, Eternal. And then right behind it, just a nudge right behind it is Eternals. Is The Force Awakens, sorry. You know, it's like mm-hmm. right on there. But anyway, um, I'm not going to temper. I, I believe in this film. It has a great cast. I can't wait to see this. Um, Myra, we're going to end this podcast now. But before we do, Myra, something sadly happened the past week. Okay. Do you know what happened? Explain to me. Um, it's not on your notes. Actually, a certain segment was removed from your script. What does your script say at the end? It says... It says... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, sorry. There was a segment added to your... To, to the script. Um, it was on my notes, but it was going to be brought up in the middle. Uh, then I was going to bring it up in the beginning, but then it took too long. We went like 10 minutes over talking Batman, family, comic books, whatever. Uh, and then I decided I'm going to talk about it at the end. And this is to me a little sad because I think this person was incredibly talented. I'm talking about the sad passing of Norm MacDonald, who passed away at the age of 61 due mm-hmm. to cancer. A 10-year battle with cancer. Um, to me, this is sad because I love this comedy. I love this dry humor he had. Um, wherever where he was, I feel like he always stole the show. And it always saddened me that he didn't become this huge, big comedian like Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, David Spain, Kevin Hart. I always felt like he was a comedic of high caliber. And again, it always bugged me. His, his, um... His weekly news update on SNL were always great. Um, his Burt Reynolds impression was fantastic. Um, there's an episode where he's like, Burt Reynolds has officially changed his name to Turd. And I forgot what was the last part he put. But um, he always had this unique voice. And I always loved watching Norm and Conan together. Because they were, it was just like the funniest thing ever. They always went back and forth. Um... And hearing his news of his passing to me is a little sad. Because, again, he was someone I always liked how he made his comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on the passing of Norm? Did, were you a fan of Myra or anything? I, I probably have seen his work somewhere. I just He wasn't someone that I, I, like, mm-hmm. I really knew much of. Um, he was in the, um, Billy Madison, I believe. He was in yeah, Billy like, Madison. Yeah, I did watch yeah. that. And it's funny, he's like... Hey, you want to go get the donkey drunk? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Um, so to me, uh, his past scene, uh, it, it bummed me out uh, when I heard the news. Um, so before I end the podcast, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Like always, feel free to like and subscribe because the more we guys do it, the more uh, we get to stick around and do this stuff. Feel free to hit us up over at Instagram at WhatThePop. That's W-G-T-H-A-P-O-P. Or come directly to me at POD94. She's Myra. I am Pedro. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And my prayers and thoughts are to are with Norm, Norm's family, his loved ones. Um, Norm McDonald, man, you will be missed. I will miss you, but you will always live on forever because legends never die. They always grow no matter what and go beyond than we can expect. Thank you for everything, Norm. We will miss you. Goodbye.